9 Money Principles for Life If you want to achieve financial freedom and happiness, you need to follow these 9 money principles for life. They will help you save more, spend less, invest wisely, and enjoy your money without stress. Principle 1, The Concept of Always Being Paid First The concept of always being paid first is a personal finance strategy that aims to increase your savings and investments while also promoting frugality. It means that you should set aside a portion of your income for yourself before you pay any bills or expenses. This way, you can ensure that you are building a financial cushion for your future goals and emergencies. The wealthy make their assets work for them. They have taken control of their spending, by saving and investing money each month, and focus on acquiring or building assets. Their businesses pay for more of their expenses and they have little or no personal debt. Middle-class individuals, on the other hand, accumulate more debt as they become more successful. An increase in salary qualifies them to borrow more money from the bank so that they can buy personal items such as larger cars, vacation homes, boats, and motor homes. Their salary income comes in and is spent on living expenses and only then to pay off their personal debt. So as their income increases, their personal debt also increases. This is what we call the rat race. Robert Kiyosaki Many people struggle to save money because they pay their bills and expenses first, and then use whatever is left over for savings or discretionary spending. This often leads to overspending, undersaving, or skipping savings altogether. By paying yourself first, you can avoid these pitfalls and make saving a habit. How can you implement the concept of always being paid first? Here are some steps you can follow. Determine how much you want to save each month. You can use a percentage of your income, a fixed amount, or a goal-based amount. For example, you may want to save 10% of your income, $500 per month, or enough to buy a car in a year. Choose a savings or investment account where you want to deposit your money. You can use a high-yield savings account, a retirement account, a brokerage account, or any other option that suits your needs and preferences. Set up an automatic transfer from your checking account to your savings or investment account every time you receive your paycheck. This way, you don't have to remember to do it manually, and you won't be tempted to spend the money on something else. Adjust your budget and spending habits accordingly. After paying yourself first, you will have less money available for your bills and expenses. You may need to cut down on some unnecessary spending, such as eating out, shopping, or entertainment. You may also need to find ways to increase your income, such as asking for a raise, getting a side hustle, or selling some items. Review your progress and celebrate your achievements. You should track how much you are saving each month and how close you are to reaching your goals. You should also reward yourself for sticking to your plan and paying yourself first. You can treat yourself to something small, such as a coffee, a movie, or a book. The concept of always being paid first is not only a smart way to manage your money, but also a powerful way to change your mindset. By paying yourself first, you are prioritizing your financial well-being and future over your current wants and needs. You are also taking control of your finances and making them work for you. 
Paying yourself first can help you achieve financial freedom and security in the long run. Principles 2. Live below your means. One of the most important principles of personal finance is to live below your means. This means spending less than you earn, saving and investing the difference, and avoiding debt as much as possible. Living below your means can help you achieve financial freedom, reduce stress, and prepare for unexpected emergencies. The secret of happiness is not found in the pursuit of more, but in the development into the ability to enjoy less. Socrates. But how do you live below your means? Here are some practical tips to help you get started. Track your income and expenses. The first step to living below your means is to know how much money you have coming in and going out every month. You can use a budgeting app, a spreadsheet, or a simple notebook to record your income and expenses. This will help you identify where your money is going and where you can cut back. Set realistic and specific goals. Living below your means requires discipline and motivation. To stay on track, you need to have clear and attainable goals that align with your values and priorities. For example, you might want to save for a down payment on a house, pay off your student loans, or retire early. Whatever your goals are, write them down and break them down into smaller steps. Then, track your progress and celebrate your achievements. Pay yourself first. One of the best ways to live below your means is to pay yourself first. This means setting aside a portion of your income for savings and investments before you spend it on anything else. You can automate this process by setting up a direct deposit or a recurring transfer from your checking account to your savings or investment account. This way, you will be saving money without even thinking about it. Spend less than you earn. This is the core of living below your means. You need to spend less than you earn every month, no matter what. This might mean cutting back on unnecessary expenses, such as eating out, cable TV, or impulse purchases. It might also mean finding ways to increase your income, such as asking for a raise, starting a side hustle, or selling some of your unwanted items. The more you can widen the gap between your income and expenses, the more you can save and invest for the future. Avoid debt as much as possible. Debt is one of the biggest enemies of living below your means. When you borrow money, you are not only paying back the principal amount but also interest and fees. This can eat up a large chunk of your income and limit your ability to save and invest. Therefore, you should avoid debt as much as possible, especially high-interest debt such as credit cards, payday loans, or car loans. If you already have debt, make a plan to pay it off as soon as possible by using strategies such as the debt snowball or the debt avalanche method. Live frugally but not miserably. Living below your means does not mean living in poverty or deprivation. It means living within your means and spending wisely on things that matter to you. You can still enjoy life and have fun while living below your means. You just need to find ways to do it without breaking the bank. For example, you can look for free or low-cost activities in your area, use coupons or discounts when shopping, or cook at home instead of ordering takeout. You can also treat yourself occasionally to something that makes you happy, 
as long as it fits within your budget and goals. Living below your means is not easy, but it is worth it. By following these tips, you can start living below your means today and reap the benefits tomorrow. Principle 3. Put your money to work. If you have some extra cash that you want to grow, you might be wondering how to put your money to work. Investing is one of the most effective ways to build wealth and achieve your financial goals. But investing can also be intimidating and confusing, especially if you are new to it. The fear of poverty is the main fear that prevents us from getting rich. What if I fail? Will I end up on the street? The fear of poverty is just a state of mind. Yet it can be enough to destroy any chance of success. Many people do not invest their money for fear of losing it. Napoleon Hill What is investing? Investing is the process of putting your money into assets that have the potential to increase in value over time. These assets can include stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, gold, cryptocurrencies, and more. When you invest, you are essentially buying a piece of a business, a property, or a commodity that you expect to generate income or appreciate in the future. Investing is different from saving or spending your money. Saving is when you keep your money in a safe place, such as a bank account or a certificate of deposit, CD, where it earns little or no interest. Spending is when you use your money to buy goods or services that you consume or enjoy. Both saving and spending are important for your financial well-being, but they do not help your money grow as much as investing does. Why invest? Investing is important for several reasons. Investing can help you beat inflation. Inflation is the general increase in the prices of goods and services over time. It reduces the purchasing power of your money, meaning that you can buy less with the same amount of money as before. Investing can help you preserve or increase the value of your money by earning returns that are higher than the inflation rate. Investing can help you achieve your financial goals. Whether you want to buy a house, start a business, pay for college, retire comfortably, or travel the world, investing can help you save up for these goals faster and easier than just saving alone. Investing can also help you create passive income streams that can supplement your active income from work or business. Investing can help you build wealth. Wealth is not just about how much money you have, but how much money you keep and grow over time. Investing can help you accumulate wealth by compounding your returns over time. Compounding is when your returns are reinvested to generate more returns, creating a snowball effect that increases your wealth exponentially. How to invest? Investing can seem complicated and overwhelming at first, but it does not have to be. Here are some simple steps to help you get started. Set your goals and risk tolerance. Before you invest, you need to have a clear idea of what you want to achieve with your money and how much risk you are willing to take. Your goals should be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, smart. Your risk tolerance should reflect your personality, age, income, expenses, and financial situation. Generally speaking, the higher the potential return of an investment, the higher the risk involved. Choose an investment account. 
To invest in most assets, you need an investment account where you can buy and sell them. There are different types of investment accounts available depending on your needs and preferences. Some common ones are Brokerage account A brokerage account is a general purpose account that allows you to trade stocks, bonds, mutual funds, exchange-traded funds, ETFs, and other securities. You can open a brokerage account with an online broker or a traditional broker that offers online services. You can choose between a taxable account or a tax-advantaged account, such as an IRA or a 401k, depending on your tax situation. Robo-Advisor Account A robo-advisor account is a type of brokerage account that uses automated algorithms to create and manage a diversified portfolio for you based on your goals and risk tolerance. You pay a small fee for this service, usually a percentage of your assets under management, and enjoy the benefits of low-cost investing without having to do much research or work yourself. Savings Account A savings account is a type of bank account that pays interest on your deposits. Savings accounts are very safe and liquid, meaning that you can access your money easily, but they also offer very low returns compared to other investments. Savings accounts are best used for short-term goals or as an emergency fund. Choose your investments. Once you have an investment account, you need to decide what assets to invest in. This depends on your goals, risk tolerance, time horizon, and personal preferences. You can choose from a variety of asset classes, such as Stocks, these are shares of ownership in a company. Stocks can offer high returns in the long run, but they are also volatile and risky in the short term. Bonds, these are loans that you make to a government or a corporation. Bonds can provide steady income and lower risk than stocks, but they also have lower returns and are affected by interest rates. Mutual funds, these are collections of stocks, bonds, or other assets that are professionally managed by a fund manager. Mutual funds can offer diversification and convenience, but they also charge fees and may not match your specific goals. ETFs, these are similar to mutual funds, but they trade like stocks on an exchange. ETFs can offer low-cost diversification and flexibility, but they may have tracking errors and liquidity issues. To choose your investments, you need to consider your asset allocation, which is how much of your portfolio you want to invest in each asset class. A common rule of thumb is to subtract your age from 100 and invest that percentage in stocks, and the rest in bonds. For example, if you are 30 years old, you can invest 70% in stocks and 30% in bonds. However, this is not a one-size-fits-all formula. You should adjust your asset allocation based on your personal factors and preferences. Choosing your investments is an important step in your investing journey. By following these steps, you can create a portfolio that suits your needs and goals. Principle 4. Secure your future needs. We all have goals and dreams for the future, but sometimes we may not know how to achieve them or what steps to take. That's why it's important to secure your future needs by planning ahead and taking action. The challenges you face will test you and strengthen you. If you are not failing, you are not pushing your limits, and if you are not pushing your limits, 
you are not maximizing your potential. Although this process of pushing your limits, is not for everyone. Life will inevitably bring you such moments, and it will be up to you to decide whether you want to persevere or go back. The quality of your life will depend on the choices you make in these painful moments. The sooner you adapt, the better. No matter what you want out of life, your ability to adapt and evolve quickly and effectively throughout the process of personal evolution will determine your success and happiness. Ray Dalio What are your future needs? Your future needs are the things that you want or need to have in the future, such as A comfortable retirement A good education for yourself or your children A home of your own A vacation or travel experience a business or career opportunity. A legacy for your loved ones. These are just some examples of future needs, but you may have others that are unique to you. The key is to identify what they are and why they matter to you. How can you secure your future needs? Securing your future needs means taking steps to ensure that you have the resources and capabilities to achieve them. This may involve Saving and investing money wisely. Protecting yourself and your assets from risks and uncertainties. Developing new skills and knowledge. Expanding your network and opportunities. Creating a clear vision and action plan. These are some of the strategies that can help you secure your future needs, but you may need to adapt them to your specific situation and goals. The important thing is to start as soon as possible and be consistent. Why should you secure your future needs? Securing your future needs is not only beneficial for yourself, but also for the people and causes that you care about. By securing your future needs, you can Enjoy a higher quality of life and well-being Achieve greater satisfaction and fulfillment Make a positive impact and contribution Inspire and empower others. Leave a lasting legacy. These are some of the reasons why securing your future needs is worth it, but you may have others that motivate you. The key is to remember why you do what you do and how it makes a difference. Securing your future needs is not a one-time event, but a lifelong process. It requires vision, commitment, discipline, and action. It may not be easy, but it is possible and rewarding. By securing your future needs, you can create the future that you want and deserve. Principle 5. Reduce everything to a minimum. In today's fast-paced and competitive world, we often find ourselves overwhelmed by the amount of things we have to do, own, and consume. We are constantly bombarded by messages that tell us we need more, more money, more stuff, more success, more happiness. But what if we could achieve more by having less? Memento Mori, remember that you have to die and all will go to nothing. Marcus Aurelius Minimalism is a philosophy and a lifestyle that advocates reducing everything to a minimum, the minimum amount of possessions, commitments, distractions, and stress. By doing so, minimalists claim to experience more freedom, focus, creativity, and joy. They also save time, money, and resources that they can use for what truly matters to them. But how can we reduce everything to a minimum? 
Here are some practical steps you can take to start your minimalist journey. Declutter your space. Start by getting rid of the things you don't need, use, or love. Donate, sell, or recycle them. Keep only the essentials that add value to your life. You can apply the same principle to your digital space, delete unnecessary files, apps, emails, and subscriptions. Simplify your schedule. Learn to say no to the things that are not aligned with your goals and priorities. Eliminate or delegate the tasks that are not essential or enjoyable. Leave some white space in your calendar for spontaneity and relaxation. Streamline your finances. Track your income and expenses and create a realistic budget. Cut down on unnecessary spending and avoid debt. Save and invest for your future. Choose quality over quantity when buying something. Focus on your health. Eat nutritious and simple foods that nourish your body and mind. Drink plenty of water and avoid alcohol and caffeine. Exercise regularly and get enough sleep. Meditate and practice gratitude daily. Nurture your relationships. Spend quality time with the people who matter most to you. Communicate openly and honestly. Express your appreciation and support. Avoid drama and negativity. Surround yourself with people who inspire you and share your values. Reducing everything to a minimum is not about depriving yourself or living in scarcity. It is about making conscious choices that enhance your well-being and happiness. It is about finding balance and harmony in your life. It is about living intentionally and meaningfully. Principle 6. Start diversifying your assets. If you are looking for ways to grow your wealth and protect it from inflation, market crashes, and other risks, you may want to consider diversifying your assets. Diversifying your assets means investing in different types of assets that have different characteristics, such as risk, return, liquidity, and correlation. By doing so, you can reduce the overall volatility of your portfolio and increase your chances of achieving your financial goals. There is one thing that only humans can do, and that is dream, so let's dream big. Aristotle Why diversify your assets? There are several benefits of diversifying your assets, such as Reducing risk By investing in different types of assets, you can reduce the impact of a single asset or asset class on your portfolio. For example, if you invest only in stocks, you may suffer a large loss if the stock market crashes. But if you also invest in bonds, real estate, commodities, and cash, you can cushion the blow and lower your overall risk. Enhancing return, by investing in different types of assets, you can capture the opportunities in different markets and sectors. For example, if you invest only in U.S. stocks, you may miss out on the growth potential of emerging markets or alternative investments. But if you also invest in international stocks, private equity, hedge funds, and cryptocurrencies, you can boost your overall return. Improving liquidity. By investing in different types of assets, you can improve your access to cash when you need it. For example, if you invest only in illiquid assets such as real estate or art, you may have difficulty selling them quickly and at a fair price. 
But if you also invest in liquid assets such as cash or money market funds, you can easily meet your short-term needs. How to diversify your assets? There is no one-size-fits-all formula for diversifying your assets. The optimal asset allocation for you depends on your personal factors such as your age, income, expenses, goals, time horizon, risk tolerance, and preferences. However, here are some general steps that can help you diversify your assets. Assess your current situation. Start by taking stock of your current assets and liabilities. How much do you have in savings, investments, retirement accounts, real estate, and other assets? How much do you owe in mortgages, loans, credit cards, and other debts? What is your net worth, assets minus liabilities? Define your goals. Next, define your financial goals and priorities. What are you saving and investing for? How much money do you need and when do you need it? How much risk are you willing to take to achieve your goals? Choose your asset classes. Based on your goals and risk tolerance, choose the asset classes that suit your needs. Some common asset classes are stocks, equity, bonds, fixed income, real estate, property, commodities, natural resources, cash, money market, and alternatives, such as private equity, hedge funds, or cryptocurrencies. Each asset class has its own advantages and disadvantages in terms of risk, return, liquidity, and correlation. Allocate your assets. After choosing your asset classes, decide how much to allocate to each one. You can use various tools and methods to help you with this step. For example, you can use online calculators or robo-advisors that suggest an asset allocation based on your inputs. Or you can use rules of thumb such as the 60-40 rule, 60% stocks and 40% bonds, or the age rule, 100 minus your age is the percentage of stocks in your portfolio. Or you can consult a financial planner or advisor who can tailor an asset allocation for you. Rebalance your assets. Finally, monitor and adjust your asset allocation periodically to keep it aligned with your goals and risk tolerance. Over time, some asset classes may perform better or worse than others, causing your portfolio to drift away from its target allocation. For example, if stocks appreciate faster than bonds over a year, your portfolio may become more risky than intended. To rebalance your portfolio, you can sell some of the overperforming assets and buy some of the underperforming ones. Or you can use new money to invest in the underperforming ones. Diversifying your assets is a smart strategy to optimize your portfolio performance and reduce your portfolio risk. By investing in different types of assets that have different characteristics, you can benefit from the opportunities in different markets and sectors while minimizing the impact of a single asset or asset class on your portfolio. To diversify your assets effectively, you need to assess your current situation, define your goals, choose your asset classes, allocate your assets, and rebalance your assets regularly. Principle 7. Protect your money from loss. Money is a valuable resource that can help you achieve your goals and live comfortably. However, money can also be lost due to various factors such as inflation, taxes, fees, fraud, theft, or bad investments. 
An expert is a person who has made all the mistakes that can be made in a very narrow field. Niels Bohr Therefore, it is important to protect your money from loss and make it grow over time. Here are some tips on how to do that. Save regularly and build an emergency fund. Saving money is the first step to protect your money from loss. By saving a portion of your income every month, you can build a cushion that can help you cover unexpected expenses or emergencies without having to borrow money or sell your assets. Ideally, you should have at least three to six months' worth of living expenses in your emergency fund. Diversify your investments and avoid putting all your eggs in one basket. Investing your money can help you beat inflation and increase your wealth over time. However, investing also involves risks and uncertainties. To reduce your exposure to market fluctuations and potential losses, you should diversify your portfolio and invest in different asset classes such as stocks, bonds, real estate, commodities, or cryptocurrencies. You should also avoid investing more than you can afford to lose and do your research before making any investment decisions. Use insurance and legal protection to safeguard your assets and income. Insurance is a form of risk management that can help you protect your money from loss due to unforeseen events such as accidents, illnesses, natural disasters, or lawsuits. By paying a premium, you can transfer the risk of loss to an insurance company that will compensate you in case of a claim. You should consider getting insurance for your health, life, property, car, and business. You should also use legal protection such as wills, trusts, contracts, and power of attorney to ensure that your money and assets are distributed according to your wishes and preferences in case of death or incapacity. Be vigilant and cautious about scams and frauds. Scams and frauds are dishonest schemes that aim to deceive you and take your money. They can come in various forms such as phishing emails, fake websites, phone calls, text messages, or social media posts. They may offer you unrealistic promises or rewards, ask you for personal or financial information, or pressure you to act quickly or urgently. To protect your money from loss due to scams and frauds, you should be vigilant and cautious about any suspicious or unsolicited communication or offer. You should also verify the identity and credibility of the source before giving out any information or money. You should also report any scam or fraud attempt to the relevant authorities or organizations. Principle 8. Make your investments more profitable. If you are looking for ways to make your investments more profitable, you might be overwhelmed by the variety of options and strategies available in the market. How do you choose the best investments for your goals, risk tolerance, and time horizon? How do you balance growth and income, diversification and concentration, active and passive management? Don't ask an investor for advice, ask him where he puts his money, that's completely different. Warren Buffett Here's some tips and insights to help you make your investments more profitable. Define your investment objectives and plan accordingly. Before you invest, you need to have a clear idea of why you are investing, how much money you need to invest, how long you can invest, and how much risk you can tolerate. These factors will determine the type of investments that suit your needs and preferences. For example, if you are saving for retirement in 20 years, 
you might want to invest in a diversified portfolio of stocks and bonds that can grow over time and withstand market fluctuations. If you are looking for income in the short term, you might want to invest in bonds or dividend-paying stocks that can provide regular cash flow. Know what works in the market and follow the principles of successful investing. There is no one-size-fits-all formula for investing, but there are some proven principles that can guide your decisions and improve your performance. Some of these principles are Invest for the long term Investing is not a get-rich-quick scheme, but a way to build wealth over time. Don't chase short-term fads or trends, but focus on the fundamentals and the long-term potential of your investments. Diversify your portfolio Diversification means spreading your money across different types of investments, such as stocks, bonds, real estate, commodities, etc. This way, you can reduce your exposure to any single asset class or market sector that might underperform or lose value. Use low-cost funds. Mutual funds and exchange-traded funds, ETFs, are convenient and affordable ways to invest in bundles of stocks or bonds that track a specific index or theme. By using low-cost funds, you can save on fees and commissions that can eat into your returns over time. Rebalance your portfolio periodically. Rebalancing means adjusting your portfolio to maintain your desired asset allocation and risk level. For example, if your portfolio has become too heavy on stocks due to market appreciation, you might want to sell some stocks and buy more bonds to restore your balance. Rebalancing can help you lock in gains, avoid losses, and stay on track with your goals. Know yourself as an investor and choose a strategy that matches your personality and style. Investing is not only about numbers and data, but also about emotions and psychology. You need to be aware of your strengths and weaknesses as an investor, and choose a strategy that suits your temperament and preferences. For example, are you a value investor or a growth investor? Value investors look for undervalued stocks that trade below their intrinsic value, while growth investors look for stocks that have strong earnings potential and prospects. Are you a passive investor or an active investor? Passive investors prefer to buy and hold index funds or ETFs that mimic the performance of the market or a sector, while active investors try to beat the market by picking individual stocks or funds based on their research and analysis. Are you a conservative investor or an aggressive investor? Conservative investors prefer to invest in low-risk, low-return investments that preserve their capital and provide income, while aggressive investors prefer to invest in high-risk, high-return investments that offer growth potential. Whatever strategy you choose, make sure it aligns with your objectives, risk tolerance and time horizon. Don't let emotions such as fear or greed influence your decisions, but stick to your plan and review it regularly. By following these tips, you can make your investments more profitable this year and beyond. Remember that investing is a journey, not a destination, and you need to learn from your experiences and adapt to changing market conditions. Happy Investing Principle 9. Always improve your knowledge One of the most important skills in today's world is the ability to learn new things and keep up with the changes in your field. Whether you are a student, a professional, 
or a lifelong learner, you should always strive to improve your knowledge and expand your horizons. Reading good books is like a conversation with the most brilliant minds of past centuries. René Descartes But how can you do that effectively? How can you find the time, the motivation, and the resources to learn more and better? Here are some tips that can help you achieve your learning goals and become a more knowledgeable person. Set clear and realistic learning objectives. Before you start learning anything, you should have a clear idea of what you want to learn and why. What are the benefits of learning this topic? How will it help you in your personal or professional life? How will you measure your progress and success? Having a clear purpose and direction will help you stay focused and motivated throughout your learning journey. Choose the best learning methods and tools for you. There are many ways to learn new things, such as reading books, taking online courses, watching videos, listening to podcasts, attending workshops, etc. You should choose the methods and tools that suit your learning style, preferences, and needs. For example, if you are a visual learner, you might prefer watching videos or reading infographics. If you are an auditory learner, you might prefer listening to podcasts or audiobooks. If you are a kinesthetic learner, you might prefer doing hands-on activities or experiments. Plan your learning schedule and stick to it. Learning new things requires time and effort, so you should allocate some time in your daily or weekly schedule for learning. You should also set a specific duration for each learning session and avoid distractions during that time. For example, you can dedicate 30 minutes every morning to read a book or an article on a topic of your interest. Or you can dedicate an hour every weekend to watch a video course or do an online quiz on a skill that you want to improve. Review and apply what you learn. Learning is not only about acquiring new information but also about retaining and using it. To make sure that you remember what you learn and that you can apply it in real-life situations, you should review and practice what you learn regularly. You can use various techniques to review and reinforce your learning, such as taking notes, summarizing, making flashcards, teaching others, etc. You can also look for opportunities to apply what you learn in your personal or professional projects, tasks, or challenges. Seek feedback and guidance from others. Learning is not only an individual but also a social process. You can learn a lot from other people who have more knowledge or experience than you on a certain topic or skill. You can seek feedback and guidance from them to improve your learning outcomes and avoid common mistakes. You can also learn from other learners who have similar goals or interests as you by joining online communities, forums, groups, etc. You can share your learning progress, challenges, questions, insights, etc. with them and get support and encouragement. Keep track of your learning achievements and celebrate them. Learning new things can be rewarding and satisfying in itself, but it can also be helpful to keep track of your learning achievements and celebrate them along the way. You can use various tools to document your learning journey, such as journals, portfolios, certificates, badges, etc. You can also reward yourself for reaching certain milestones or completing certain challenges by doing something that makes you happy or proud. 
By following these tips, you can always improve your knowledge and become a more competent and confident person in any field that you choose to learn. 24% per year with the Pareto Principle My investment strategy beats the market since 1980. This method will give you a competitive advantage for life and help you to achieve your financial goals. Payhip.com If you have any suggestions to improve my articles or want certain topics covered, contact me on social platforms. Also, your capital is at risk if you invest. Past performance and forecasts are not a reliable indicator of future performance, and this is not intended as investment advice or a personal recommendation. Finally, you should not make any investment decisions without first conducting your own research and considering your own financial situation. Frugalproject.soupstoCK.com